Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, we're heading towards the Christmas season. Some refer to it as the holiday season. I refer to it as the holy day season. <laughs> but uh, yes, Christmas. And we were just talking just for the broadcast what we're going to talk about. And Richard said, hey, we got to talk about Christmas. And I said, well, that's good because... We know we want to do something happy, right? We do something happy and joyful because this is the most joyful time of the year. It's supposed to, and I know we got a lot of things going on in this country and around the world, but we got to remember the gospel, the truth. And we were just talking about, you know, true meaning of Christmas. I know Wall Street has commercialized it, but us who are Christians, who are bought with the precious blood of Jesus, we got to continue to communicate the truth. The true meaning of Christmas. And uh, I'm just going to take it to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And it says right here, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government or the kingdom will be upon his shoulder, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the increase of it or of his government or kingdom and peace, there will be no end. I believe that's what we need to focus on. And, and what stuck out to me was Prince of Peace. You know, no Jesus, no peace. No peace, no Jesus. <laughs> well, see, the interesting thing there, too, is as Isaiah writes that, that prophecy was hundreds of years before Jesus was born. Right. Prophesying about the time that we're living in right now. And again, with everything going on in the world, I'm still going to say only true peace is is found in in the truth. And and Jesus is the truth. And God sent his only begotten son to to reveal to us the truth. And and that's where he talks about that peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes, we got a lot of things going on in our lives, in our country, in the world. But we can still find hope and peace in the truth, which is Jesus. And I I remember what he said in in just one minute. He said in Matthew, come to me all who are heavy laden and and I will give you rest. See, and we can have peace in in all kinds of circumstances. Remember last week (laughs) we were talking about the big storm that was coming to Chico. Oh, yeah, a big storm. Man, I knew people (laughs) were going to, they were wringing their hands. It was like it was the end of the world. Yes. Number one, the storm didn't turn out to be half of what they talked about. We didn't Uh, have the big winds and, oh, the trees down and the power out and, and all that stuff they were talking about. So that didn't materialize. But even had it, I wouldn't have been worried. I was telling somebody just the other day, yeah, I put away a few things put them under the eaves so they wouldn't get as wet as they were probably going to get. Right, right. But I didn't go to bed worried that, oh, man, what's what disaster is going to befall us? Because Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is why the promises of God are so important. We can have peace because all his promises are good. That scripture you referenced in Philippians, 
in prayer and thanksgiving, give all things to Christ, give all things to God, and then the peace that passes all understanding will be yours. Too many Christians don't want to give it to God. We just want to worry about it on our own and then wonder why we don't have peace. And so we can have peace. Yeah, you're right. There's You got Ferguson still protests about that. You still got all kinds of things happening because of that thing in New York, the, the man that was choked there. And then you just got the things that are going on in the world. And yet we can still have peace about all that. We don't have to be living in worry and fear because peace comes as a gift from God. Yeah, and, and Jesus told us, and you know, he, Jesus, the truth, revealed to us in his word, he said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. But here's the truth now, here's the promise, but be of good cheer. Hmm, I thought this was the most joyful time of the year. Be of good cheer, he said, because I've overcome the world. So we need to immerse ourselves in him. Remember, Jesus said in John 15, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you know, you'll be fruitful. You'll have peace. And that's what we need to do in the midst of all that's going on in this world with trials and tribulation. We need to still go to Abba Father through Jesus Christ and and just find refuge in in him. That's what the scripture leads us to find refuge in, in that peace in him. See, and we can still have peace. And Paul writes to the Philippians when he says there, you know, in, by in everything, by prayer and thanksgiving, give it unto God, and then the peace that passes all understanding will be yours. Because way back in Paul's day, there were going to be things for people to worry about. There were going to be things that would have people worried and fearful. And yet he says, give those things to God, and then he will give you peace. In the ensuing couple of thousand years since he wrote that, Every generation has had things happening. Anybody who thinks that all this stuff is new, Solomon writes, there's nothing new under the sun. Now, he's not talking about computers because those are new. He's not talking about planes. He's not talking about technology. He's not talking about that stuff. He's talking about humanity. He's talking about our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, (laughs) our fears. There's nothing new under the sun. So anybody who thinks that we are living in some kind of different time, that, that... Terrible things are happening now that have never happened before, and so we have cause to worry that other people never had. There's never been the good old days in the sense of there was never a time when there wasn't something going on in the world and or people's lives. It's always been that way. So since when Paul wrote that 2,000 years ago, every generation since he wrote it to this one has things they could worry about has things happening in the world that they could worry about, he says, give it to God, and he will give you peace. It's not something brand new that there are things in the world to worry about. You think back in the 1800s, the Civil War, half the country tried to break away from the other half, and Abraham Lincoln said, you can't do it. It's against the rules, and I'm going to use force to make you stay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And half the country fought for four years, Thousands upon thousands of people in this country, some of them related to each other, were were killed. Don't tell me that was the good old days. I mean, that's not the good old days. I want to go back to those days. Huh? <laughs> and the American Revolution and, and everything in between. Well, it's just like Jesus said. And he was speaking prophetically also in this world. He said, you will. Will means going to happen. 
Right, it's not a maybe. <laughs> yeah, you will have trials and tribulations. And we will, but he he's still saying, but abide in me. Come under the the, the wings of the Almighty. He said, take refuge in me. I believe that's Psalms 91 and Psalms 23. He uh, reveals to us, you know, come and take refuge in him. And, and him and his word are one. I say that all the time, him and his word. And his word is, is, is living, it's spirit. It'll speak to you. It, it'll comfort you. So, again, that's the good news. So, for Christmas, since this is a Christmas message, really, it just Christmas just reminds me of, God's awesome promise to give us that peace. And, and he did it through the person, Jesus Christ. And, and anybody can partake of that peace. You just have to receive it. That's how you get born again. You just have to receive the salvation, receive the truth. And you can live in that peace in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of calamity. You can still have peace. Me and you, Richard, we still have joy. We come in the studio and we're smiling and laughing and, and joking around. We still have joy because, again, the joy that we have, the world didn't give it to us. We got it right. from the, the joy maker. It's not dependent <laughs> upon what's going on in the it's world. It's not. It ain't. I'll never come in here. And, again, I tell people my last two and a half years, I've been in a storm and you couldn't tell because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I choose to allow his joy to be inner me and it strengthens me. A lot of people won't allow that. They want to receive it. A lot of people want to stay mad. And, and we know this because they say the holidays are also the most stressful time of the year. Right. So they tell me you doing the time that a child is born, a son is given, it's supposed to be the most joyful time of the year. But also they say psychologists and those guys, they say it's the most stressful time of the year for people because they have turmoil with their families. Well, plus, and then we just let the world change us. We let Conform the world you. take over mm -hmm. because what the world says, Christmas isn't about Jesus. What the world says, Christmas is about how many presents can you buy? Right. How right. many good presents can you buy? And you got to buy the right presents and you got to make everybody happy. And if you don't buy the right present, then somebody might not even like you. They might not even love you anymore. So you've got to be sure that you get the right presents for everybody in your life. And you got to make sure you do it. And you got to make sure you spend the money right. And you got to make sure of this and that. And you got to make sure you're at the right parties. And you got to make sure that that the house looks just right so when the company comes over, you're not embarrassed. I mean, I know people, they start cleaning their house a week before everybody's coming. Right, right, right. You know, right. and so that's no joy. There's no fun in that. There's no looking forward to that. That's just one more thing you have to do. And, th and that, unfortunately, is what Christmas becomes even to Christians. It's just... One more set of things I have to do that I didn't really want to do. As you were saying that, it reminded me of when Jesus came to Mary and Martha's house. Which one was that, Martha? One of them was at the feet of Jesus, receiving some peace. Because she was at the feet. She was lay, laying down in green pasture, so to speak. And the other one was kept doing busy work. And she was mad. Right, she was mad. Wasn't helping. Yeah, because the other one was at rest. She was... <laughs> Receiving peace because Jesus was the Prince of Peace. She was receiving what he who's what, gonna do all she this. Was re, she was receiving what peace had to offer, right. and the other one was worried about who's gonna do all the. 
Yeah, who's who, going to do this if I don't? Right, who who's going to get this house this cleaned up? Right. But see, that's what happens to us even today. Right. I mean, that very same thing happens to us today. We begin to worry about all the stuff we have to do. But, and, but Jesus says she's chosen the, the best thing to do. Right. Every once in a the while, rest. Get even some as peace. Christians, we need to stop, uh, what? sit, step back, and remember what it's all about. That it's all. It's not about Santa. It's not about Rudolph. It's not about how many presents you can buy. It's not about how many presents you're going to get. It's not about what party you're going to attend. It's not about any of those things. You know, when you're a kid, you're more concerned about what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Then as an adult, we like to think that it's about what we're going to give. We can't wait to give it to them to see how they react because we we want to give good presents. But you know what? It's about Jesus. It's not about how many you can give. It's not about how many you're going to get. It's not about any of that. Well, you just said something that had a lot of revelation in it. You say as we get older, it's about how much you can give and, and see the response. Well, Have, well, God so loved the world, he gave his most precious Gift. Gift. And he wants to see how we're going to respond to it. Wow. And again, just for the broadcast, when we say we're going to talk about this, you said, well, Vince, we got to go back to Genesis if we're going to talk about Christmas. And I was like, well, we don't want to go that far back. Let's just go, you know, to where we're right here. And again, as we're just sitting here, I was thinking about this is the gift of Christmas, what God promised in Genesis. He says the seed of a woman is going to bruise your head. What? what Satan has done to mankind, I got a plan called redemption, and it's it's a gift, and it's going to manifest itself because the word became flesh and dwelt with us on earth. This gift I'm going to give to the world, and it's the best gift you can ever get. All you have to do is receive this gift, and with this gift comes everything. Everything comes with it. Did I ever tell you the story about this guy? Uh, he had died, and he had a whole lot of... Uh, precious priceless paintings so i guess they were going to auction but he had put in his will his last will and testament his desire for all his great art and um so they had an auction for the art and it was a lot of famous paintings but he had one painting of a person it was his son so uh everybody came to this auction wanted to get all these uh mona lisas and these rembrandts and all of that they came there, and the auctioneer said, okay, we're going to open up this auction. The first uh, item up for bid is uh, a photo of my son right here. <laughs> a photo of my son. And uh, they didn't get no bids on it. Uh, going once, uh, can I get $100 for this? No. Going twice, they are waiting for the big stuff. But it was a photo of his son. And nobody... Bid it on it. Didn't this one guy say, okay, just to get this thing started, uh, give you $5 for this photo of his son. And the auctioneer says, sold. Sold to the gentleman with the gray hair right there. And then he said, okay, this auction is over. And everybody's like, it's over? We're waiting for the Rembrandts and all the Mona Lisa's and all that stuff. He said, well, the guy that passed away, he put it in his will. Uh, As this auction goes forth, whoever buys the photo of his son, the painting of his son, gets everything. And that's the moral of the story. Whoever receives the son gets everything. Right. That's the greatest gift. See, and and what do we do, though? We we hunger after all the other stuff. We right. go after all the other stuff. That's what the world and tells God us all, is important. God says in his word, he takes the foolish things to confound the wise. 
So that picture, that photo of his son or a painting of his son, it seemed worthless to everybody else. But to the father, it was the most precious painting he had in his collection. And the person that said, I'll buy that one. I'll take that one. He got everything else because that's what the father put in his will. <laughs> and again, we got God's word. His will is in his word. So he says, you know, many as received him. Jesus, he gave them the right to be sons of God. And, and then he said we should rule and reign in life. Amplified version says rule and reign as kings. See, well, in Thanksgiving, everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. And I had a person one time ask me, what's different for a Christian at Thanksgiving than anybody else? Because everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. Everybody does. Every kind of faith there is Everybody. Everybody, even if you don't have any kind of faith, celebrates Thanksgiving. It's just being thankful for what you have. People said, what, what is different for a Christian? I said, what we have to be thankful for that they don't is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We have Jesus Christ. That's what we have to be thankful for that they don't have. Yeah, we can be thankful for our house or a roof over our head and our car and all that, same as everybody else. But what we have is Jesus himself. Thankful that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's what we have. And we have all the benefits that come with that. There's benefits Seek that come with being a the child. kingdom of God, right. and all these other things will be added there's, unto you. There's things that come with the kingdom, with being a child of God. And a lot of people, again, once you start focusing on the benefit package of being a child of the Most High God, you won't focus on all these things you, he tells you not to worry about. Remember in that same Matthew 6, when you talk about work, don't worry, he sums it up with, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. All these things, what peace, health, healing, anything that heaven has. And you know what he, what he had you. said about seeking after was clothes and food and all those things. Those things will be added unto you too. Well, cause in first Peter, he said he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. Well, things that pertain to life and godliness, shelter <laughs> that pertains to life provision yeah, God says, he says, I have it all. And through my son, Jesus, you can have it all. Remember the guy that bought that painting? He, he got everything. That was the father's will. So a lot of Christians don't understand that. A lot of people don't. When you receive Jesus, God's greatest gift into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior, not just your Savior, your Lord. Now you're seeking first the kingdom. And now you get all these other presents that's under the tree per se. You get everything. You just don't get that little, you get everything that comes with it. So you That's get the a, good news. Right. That's you the gospel. You get everything in this life and the next. Yeah. See, I don't have to worry about the next life. Oh. I flew last week, you know, and people say, man, aren't you scared to fly after 9-11? Aren't you scared to fly just because planes crash? And I said, you know what? Jesus is with me. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with me in that plane when it's at 30,000 feet, the same as he's at the airport, he's, or he's in the car, or he's here mm -hmm. in the studio with us. Aren't I you said, afraid to drive? It's like, it's like <laughs> I, I said, Jesus isn't like, you know what, 30,000 feet's too high. I can't be in that plane. Uh, I'll meet you at the airport when you get there. I'll but just watch over you while you're on ground. You're on your own while you're in the plane. No, he's on the plane. You can't be anywhere well, that he isn't. Well, it's interesting that same people, person don't ask you, aren't you afraid to drive your car? There's more auto accidents than... Plane accidents. Right. Well, I mean, if we thought about it, we'd never right. get in our car. If you thought about it, you'd never leave your house. There's that an weekend auto accident that I flew, now. The uh, plane fell out of the sky in New York, I think it was, and hit a house, and a lady and her two kids were killed in it. So, I mean, 
if we want to live in fear, we can be afraid of everything. We can be afraid to leave our house. We can be afraid to be in our house. We can be afraid to do anything. The plane can crash into your house. Right. And so, I mean, if we want to live in fear, we can. There's plenty to be afraid of. There is plenty to be worried about. Jesus, when he said, do not worry, it wasn't because he thought there wouldn't be things to worry about. He knew there would be plenty to worry about. He says, I am sufficient. My grace is sufficient. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will always see you through. That's why we don't need to worry. It's not because there's nothing to worry about. I don't bury my head in the sand and say, oh, there's nothing out there in the world to be afraid of. I know there's things out there, but I'm not afraid of them because I have him and greater is he that's in me than is in the world. And I can accomplish all things through him who strengthens me. And he says again, I will provide all your needs according to my riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So I, while there's things to be worried about, I'm not worried about them because of him. Because you receive the greatest gift that you can ever have. Again, it's receiving Jesus into your heart, into your life. That's the greatest gift. And again, that's the reason for this season. Right. That's we why, sing that's a song what, in our it's church. It's not about Santa. No, we not sing a song. Rudolph. Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the reason for the season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we sing that. So again, that's the truth. He is the reason. That's we'll the real reason singing, for Christmas. Yeah, that's I call it Christmas. Well, that's the reason, and we have to get back to that and get out of this commercialism that's about Santa Claus, Rudolph, giving everybody, going broke, giving everybody a gift. No, give them Jesus. Introduce them to Jesus so they can have eternal life. And the yeah. next time you're stressed out because you got to go here and you got to buy that present, you got to buy that present, and you got to do this and you got to do that and you got to still clean the house. How many times have you heard people, and I know I have, boy, I can't wait till Christmas is over. So I can get my life back to normal. Right, 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 I mean, right. <laughs> it's just so easy to get into that place where Christmas is no longer about Jesus. It's no longer about peace. It's no longer about peace on earth. It's about getting through. It's just about doing what I got to do so I can finally be done with this mess. Start this new year. And start and start, <laughs> start over and be my life can be calm again. Christmas, God didn't give us the gift of Jesus, and Christmas wasn't established as a day to celebrate that so that we could be busy, mm-hmm. it was so for that we, we can, could be worried, we, it was for we can so that we could be stressed. Mm-hmm. It was so that we could rest, rest <laughs> in worship of God and what he has done. Right, and, and, receive and we forget the that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't forget it, and I'm going to remind it, and that's why we're dedicating this broadcast to Christmas and we probably will continue to till Christmas because people need to hear the good news. This is the good news. God gave his greatest gift and it's free. It's free, Richard. Oh, that was the revelation. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything monetarily. It's free. You just have to say, raise your hand. Yes, I re- yes, Lord, I receive it in Jesus name. I receive the gift and, and the God will come into your life and you grow in the knowledge of him and you will have that peace that surpasses all understanding as you just continue to feed on him. Feed on because him is the truth and the truth sets one free. And particularly this time of year, you have to stop and take time to feed on the truth. You got you Because better. it is so easy to be busy this year, this time of year and never have time uh-huh. to read. And again, and we'll stop. forget we'll forget the true meaning of Christmas. 
That's why I like to watch those shows, those Hallmark shows or Christian television that, you know, just remind us the true meaning of Christmas. We have to get that in us. What's that old classic? Was it Scrooge? What was that name? That movie, The Scrooge? Scrooge <laughs> with little Timmy. The Grinch, you stole Christmas. No, no, no. The one with the guy Ebenezer oh, Scrooge. Ebenezer. Ebenezer. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. he got the revelation, the real meaning of Christmas. It was about giving because he was a Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, th that well, one. And then um, the Grinch, you stole Christmas, is also another one because right. Mary stole all their toys. Right, right, right. And he and took all their Christmas stuff, took all their food, took everything. Right, right. And he was just sure they would be all bummed out. Right. You know, because all their stuff was gone. And what happens on Christmas morning, they come out and they all start singing. Yeah. And he realized, wait a minute, maybe Christmas isn't about the presents and the trees and the food right, and right, all that right. stuff. Maybe it's about something else. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite Christmas shows is because he does. He comes to realize what it's really all about. And again, that's that's for us. You know, we're we're not coming down on celebrating and having food and family and fun. No, because like we're that. gonna have food and family. Yeah, we're gonna have a but, few but, but but just always remember, you know, the true meaning of Christmas. I have to always remind my children, and now I have grandchildren now. You don't have any grandchildren yet, huh, Richard? I don't have any grandchildren uh -oh. yet. Uh-oh, you're going to need some. But anyway, I'm just mindful I'm to remind. <laughs> you're going to need some here. you, you got to leave an heir to the throne. Uh, yeah. But I'm all, I'm have to rem I got grandchildren now. I have to remind them because I don't want them to think it's all about me, me, me getting gifts. No, it's about Jesus is the gift. <laughs> you can get as much as him as you want. There's an unlimited supply of him. And again, we have access to heaven now where he told us to seek first and all things will be added to us. I tell people that all the time. They don't, they don't want to get it, but I'm going to keep pushing in that message. Press into him first and keep him first and watch. I was just, this morning, I was just looking over my life. Over the last couple of years, I've been going through a storm. But at the same time, I'm seeing the goodness of God. I'm seeing God's hand in my life. And adding all things to me. And, but we're out of time. Oh, no, we're not out of time. Richard waved me like we're out of time, but we got plenty of time. But anyway, I was just thinking about how good God has been to me in the midst of trials and tribulations, how he's still adding. But right. but I'm still coming after him, too. I'm still pressing into him, growing in the knowledge, worship, being a, not just a hearer, but a doer. I ain't perfect, but I'm glad Jesus is. Oh, the perfect gift. Jesus is the perfect gift. But 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 he, I'm just seeing his goodness. And he'll start opening your eyes to let you see, I've been good to you. One of the things that we always did, even when our daughters were little, is we would all sit around in front of the Christmas tree on Christmas morning. And before anybody opened any presents, we would all take turns praying, mm -hmm. thanking God for the things in our life and and asking him for wisdom and stuff about things that were going to be going on that we didn't even know about yet. And some of their friends would say, you got to do all that? How long does that take? And we'd say uh, 15 or 20 minutes. And they're like, you got to do all that before? Well, we don't have to do it. We choose to do it. We're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. And that's going to do it for this episode of Faith on Fire. And we don't remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 
95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.